Welcome. I'm Sarah Pollack. And I'm Quinn Faison. And together we coach parents of preteens, teens, and young adults at Plan P. We have been there and done that. And when the going got tough, the P was for many things and always for practice, patience, and pause. The work that we do now as coaches has the full support and approval of both of our amazing children and teachers, Allie and Harrison. So if you're a parent, you've come to the right place. We're going to give you tools to practice clear communication with your children, which will improve your relationships. We are so honored and excited to have you join us on this incredible journey where learning is in the pause and perfection is found in the practicing. Let's get moving. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Plan P podcast. We are so delighted, honored, and grateful to have you here. Okay, let's just be honest. People, and people, (laughs) parents are people, often feel alone and isolated. And it is our hope in this podcast to let everyone listening know none of us are alone. That's just our perception. Yeah, and perception, like that's what we'll be talking about. That's the topic for today. But it's like the story that you add to what somebody is doing, right? It's your take on what the emotion that you give to what they're doing, which may or may not be accurate. Yeah. You know, our perceptions often are deceptions. They're not actually reality. And according to both the Oxford English Dictionary and the dictionary on my phone, they agree. It says apprehending, which is taking possession by means of the senses or the mind. So my perception of reality and my perception may be something like, I don't want my kid to be apprehended, arrested. (laughs) (laughs) And my perception is that they must be doing something. I am pretty sure of it. But that's my perception. It's not actually reality. I can see things different ways, to we, your point. we Yeah, we lay over people's actions with what we assume to be their intentions. And we can assume good intention or bad intention. Right. So my perception is just the layering over, which sometimes yeah. I smother my child with. <laughs> right? I mean, I think yeah. that, that, that that didn't help. My perception's didn't help. The worry that we have becomes the prominent feeling and therefore where our mind goes in terms of how we perceive their actions. Yes. And I love that you're saying mind, my mind, because I'm going to go on with the definition, which is cognition. Again, my mind. <laughs> yeah. It's understanding. My understanding, insight, my insight, intuition. Can Shall I continue? Yeah. Because The origin, I love the origin of words sometimes, it's to take in. It's what I take in. Mm -hmm. My mind. There's a decision point in there that we tend to forget about. My mind deceives me. Yeah. So that's what perception is. And that's why I believe it's so important that we talk about our parental perceptions and own that they are our mind. Right. So why is it so important that we as coaches and working with parents talk about perceptions? And I believe that part of it is our perception of what adolescence is. Mm -hmm. 
and what childhood is and adolescence is the transitioning, right? right. So our perception is they should be adults, right? <laughs> they should, there's a lot of perceptions of what it means. And or they could be acting like adults. Right. Right. But they're they choosing could. not to. They're making conscious decision. And then I have this perception that that decision is not good. Right. <laughs> so I want to hit the pause for a second and make sure that I remember that all the experts out there haven't actually decided upon a definition of when adolescence actually happens. Mm -hmm. As best I can state here and now that they can start as early as 10 and they can go as late as 26. So if we are perceiving that they should be acting like an adult, it's our perception that needs sort of a reassessment. Right, right. I was gonna say, and. Part of the reason that there's no definitive age on that is because everybody's different and each person hits that spot at a different time in their lives in a different way. Ah, sweet spot. <laughs> well, that's that perception. Right. Do we want to see it as terror spot? Because there are a lot of people out there in terror about their perceptions of what's going on. Or do we want to step back and just change that perception and see that this is a magnificent opportunity yeah. to build a relationship, to see our children. If we don't put ourselves in that prison of our perception. Well, it's reminding me a little bit of the book I was just reading. Um, mm. And then they stopped talking to me. I can't remember. That's the name of the book. <laughs> um, and I can't remember the author's name mm. um, where she talks about, how 200 years ago or I don't know a long time ago kids just they didn't go to school they worked right so that they were not mm. perceived in the same way because they were taking on well work full-time work and and with adults all the time <sighs> instead of with other adolescents well yeah and that's perfect because really if you look historically people used to dress babies as small adults right. and expect them to go to the bathroom as small. I mean, right. they were also like, they literally saw them as small adults and had different expectations. Right. Right. So as we learn about brain development, as we, as a society mm -hmm. learn and grow, our perception changes. Yeah. We perceive reality differently. That's it why used context to be. is so important. Ah, uh, yes. And one of the things that, Y'all listening don't know, but Quinn used to say to our kids all the time, that's true about the horrors of the past, be it a thousand years ago, or I, I think it was about Indigenous People's Day, or as it was known a million yeah, years yeah, ago, by were... which we mean 20, it was Columbus Day, right? and the kids were came home horrified. At and, all the things that Columbus had done. Yeah. And you used to say, there is absolutely truth in there. And you got to take it in context right. of the historical time. And, you know, this perception of reality that I brought as a parent, hmm. my mindset, and that reminds me about, like, 
perception is a fixed mindset, which makes me, you know, the whole book Mindset by Carol Dweck. Yeah, yeah. Like that whole book and many others reference a fixed versus uh, flexible. Flexible. I don't think that's the word she uses. What does she use? Growth. There we have yeah, it. Growth. Yes. <sighs> Trying to remember all the stuff we've read some days is quite something that I can remember <laughs> any of it. Can I just say my perception of myself right now? I'm very, very proud of myself. <laughs> but yes, my perception keeps me in a fixed mindset or I can consider a growth mindset. Yeah. The growth mindset, as I remember it, is looking at hardships as opportunities to learn kind of thing, right? Yeah. So it's more resilient. In this discussion, it would represent, instead of being stuck on your perception, verifying it, checking it out. Right. Verifying it. Oh, with whom? Well, it depends (laughs) on who just did what. Right. Sometimes we verify with third parties. Often that's called gossip. I mean, that's not always gossip. Right. Sometimes it's really Checking checking in with somebody else and you know, am I crazy to think this? I find my siblings good for that mostly because they remember things differently than I do. Yeah. We all have a very different view of our childhood because we were different ages. And, and so it's know, good for you to check in with them to validate your perception or to invalidate your perception? No, to validate my okay. perception because when it's invalidating, I don't always take it as the truth. I mean, there are four of us or seven of us, depending on the day (laughs) that we're talking about in the past. And, you know, so I can validate it by talking to a couple of people. And if everybody says, no, you're crazy, then maybe I'm crazy. Right. Or maybe it's somewhere in between. Well, memory is also one of those foggy things, right? Yeah. So I want to say that sometimes it really helps. And this is working with parents to have someone that you know and trust Mm -hmm. to say, you know, this is what's happening. Am I crazy? Right. In this moment, because memory, like this is what happened 12 years ago. That can get, my memory isn't the same. And sometimes it's good. And sometimes we have different memories and and that's validating that neither one is right or wrong. They're just our perception. Right. But with parents, I often, and this is sort of in the early stages, I think, when parents first call and say, you know, this is happening. Right. Because part of it's why it's important to check your perceptions is because if you act on them urgently Mm -hmm. without communicating with someone you trust. Right. Having a check-in of like, this is what's actually going on. Like, my kid did this. Right. And it's like, okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that and what your perception is. I'm reminded of you and I were driving the other day and I looked at, there was a car next to us which had a smashed windshield. And now we know something, right? They have a smashed windshield. Then we noticed they didn't have a rear windshield at all. Right. So there's some, and I just was like, right. So I know some things and I know nothing else. I don't know anything. I could make all sorts of assumptions. Yes. But the truth is, A, it's not my car. <laughs> so how much time and energy do I want to put on it? Right. And how much does it not impact my life at all? And when it's your child, if they come home and their windshield is smashed and they have no back windshield, then it would be 
in my driveway and I would want more information. Right. And I could ask for more information. How did that happen? Right. Not go ballistic because I am sure that it's, you know, huh, tell me, you know, you live in my home. I have access to your backpack. I found something in it that is concerning to me. Whatever that is, it's often drugs or alcohol or, you know, paraphernalia of some sort. How I respond makes a huge difference. If I'm responding to my perception of reality, there's not a lot of room for a relationship. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of the toddler falling in it. And do you go, or do you go, oh, you know, and, and that changes the whole tone of the interaction. Yeah, I'm remembering episode three. Our children are behaving in a way because they are having feelings. Right. If we are responding to our perception of their behavior and full back to what is adolescence and, you know, they're rough markers. Right. No one absolutely agrees. Who do I want to be and do I want to change and acknowledge that, you know, I don't want to apprehend them. I don't want to consider them guilty Mm. before proven innocent. I'm pretty sure they can't prove themselves innocent. I found it. But let's talk about it. Yeah. One of the pitfalls to talking about it is I don't always believe them when they say, I was just holding it for somebody else. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, so there's all of that, too, that happens in the conversation. Really, really, really good point. Sometimes I have to check. I think I've mentioned this song before check myself before I wreck myself Uh because it's all bad for my health if I go crazy right (laughs) (laughs) right so I get to check with again another professional or often you right now I'm going to get to like gift giving my perception when my beloved father (laughs) I we gave them a mandolin not a thing you play but a thing that slices it dices it does everything wonderfully (laughs) Quinn bought one for like $9.99 at some shop somewhere. And I'm like, we need that thing? It's $9.99. Go for it, babe. Buy it. So she bought this thing. And I'm like, oh my goodness. It's amazing. It slices onions really thin. It makes potato chips. It does all sorts of wonders. It was $9.99. How fabulous. So my perception shifted in there. Right. It's so wonderful that I want to give one to everyone I know and love, which (laughs) means that everyone at the holiday season got a mandolin. Three different versions, blah, blah, blah. Someone almost cut off fingers with one of them. We returned to that one. My perception that the $40 one must be better than the $9.99 one was wrong. Hmm. And the following year, what did we get from my father? A mandolin. My perception is, and he tells us, do you remember what what, what happened? Why we got the, the thing we'd given him? Well, I, I think he researched it and found the best possible version of a mandolin. Well, of course he did, because guess who he is? Yeah, he's... He he doesn't have researched by Bill.com <laughs> yet, but he should, because if you ever want anything, I know the man to talk to. And seriously, in many ways, I do. And my perception is that I didn't get him the right one. That I am being, not scolded, but told that I'm not enough. Hmm. That is my perception. I am a grown-up. I can believe that perception. Or I can say, look, he he liked it so much that he did what he does. Yeah. 
he he went into research and figured out what what ones could be the best ones. Yep. Bring on the temptations. It's just my imagination running away from me. Right. Right. It doesn't help me. It lands me in a in 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 that prison of my perceptions. Well, and then we carry that perception with us into the next interaction, right? Oh yes, you don't we respond I'm... to that. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm mad at you, right? Because you're doing that or thing hurt. that you do. <laughs> well, anger is usually covers up, yeah, a pain. So I'm I'm grateful to you that I can have that conversation about my perceptions, mm-hmm. and and sometimes just doing that helps us as humans, right? Realize we think we're alone. We think there's no one else out there. Our perception is that everyone else's kids are doing great. If you look on Facebook, it certainly seems that way, right? Well, you know, Facebook and Instagram, right? Or TikTok, because, you know, I'm younger than you. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm older than you by weeks. Yes. (laughs) But my perception is look at my great teenagers or look at how brilliantly I'm handling my not great teenagers, which leads me very isolated, very more afraid. Some people build walls, isolate themselves that way. Right. Well, I I think it's also important to say here, as we're talking about perceptions, we get to choose which of these perceptions we want to hold on to. Right. Right. So in the absence of evidence and evidence being the person in question actually telling you what they thought or did or why or you know um we can assume good intentions or bad intentions and that's a decision that we make that's a decision point what are we gonna what are we gonna hold on to for our next interaction i love that and and i think one of the things that we do as humans is in order to protect ourselves, we assume the worst rather than assuming the best, which is why I love Pollyanna because all she does is change that. (laughs) We're going to discuss Pollyanna in a future podcast (laughs) because that's a whole, whole thing. That's a whole podcast. The other thing that listening to you in that assumptions, we assume they're up to no good. We assume our perceptions, they perceive themselves to be adults. Yes, Absolutely. And I think that that we can perceive differently. We can perceive. I am always and forever my father's child. Yes. Yes. My children, our children will always and forever be our children. And these transitional years, that perception, it's important to hold both. It's one of the things that they're fighting against. Right. Right. You know, they're trying to leave the family and go out into the world, making a new clan or a new um, group that is going to protect you and nurture you and. Yeah. Support you and. Belonging. We're back at belonging belonging again. Yeah, absolutely. Our perception that we don't belong when we look at particularly social media and also the teen brain really is wanting to belong and to transition from belonging to our family, knowing that our family is still there, Mm -hmm. that their family is solid. And if I am perceiving and then behaving on those perceptions that they're doing something wrong, they don't feel like they belong here. 
here is not the safe space that they need to come back to. Right. And somehow or other in here, imposter syndrome. I'm like, do I really belong? Mm. Or do am I uh, that fear? And if we can be the place where we perceive them to be exactly who they are, adolescents, right. in transition, our children, our adult children, mm-hmm. holding them and listening to them, we are all best served when our perceptions are ours and we can accept that. Right. And then listen to them. What are your perceptions? My, I could even use that. I could have used that back in the day if I'd been listening to us. <laughs> if I hadn't been paying attention to all the wrong people. Well. My perceptions that the experts knew. I mean, this is part of what we do, right? We're not experts. Right. We're coaches. Right. You're the experts. We know that you know your family. Yeah. I think it's important to recognize that how much assumption there is in your perception. Right. So that you don't get stuck in thinking that your view is absolutely correct. Right. Yes. And you said something earlier about learning that prompted me to try and find a quote in a book called Troubled. It's written, The Failed Promise of America's Behavioral Treatment Programs by a guy who, sometimes when I read this and I thought, oh my goodness, he hates his parents. And then he acknowledges his parents. He basically says, his mother says that, you know, life is about learning and relearning. Yeah. And that gets back to what we talk about all the time, which is changes forever. Am I willing to let go of my perceptions? Yeah, well, and that brings me back to mindset, right? If, all right, you know, do you have a growth mindset? Can things change? Do you allow things to change? Or do you think things are set in stone, as they say? And, and therefore, when something doesn't fit, it breaks the whole mode or model. All right. There is no handbook for parenting. I think we say that all the time. Wish there was, but there's not because... Every single fingerprint is different. <laughs> um, my mother always said, and this is continuing to quote Kenneth Rosen, there is no handbook for parenting. My mother always said, and life will present us lessons until we successfully master them throughout all of life, not only in adulthood, but especially in adolescence. Mm. So we're all learning. Yeah. Well, and I like that it was the crucible of learning. Right? Yeah. Parenting is the crucible of learning and relearning. Isn't that grand? It's a perception thing. Yes. So how to check our perceptions? How do you do this? Well, and I would say one of the things is to really look at the evidence. I mean, I think sometimes for me it helps to sort what I know is true. We were given a mandolin. (laughs) And then, and separate that from what I think is true, what the message of the mandolin was. It's a generational thing. My father means it one way. One generation is giving it with one perception and I'm receiving it with the perception of my youth. Hmm. You never give me what I want, (laughs) except for the Barbie head on a platter. Right. And, and, And can we just have a moment for the Barbie head on a platter? That's what I wanted. It wasn't 
my parents didn't give it to me. My grandparents did. Uh-huh. It wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. Like trying to smear makeup on a plastic thing. My perceptions of what I want. Can be off as well. Right. And do I beat myself up for it? No. I can just accept it and, you know, move on to the next. What do I want? I want a growth mindset. Right. And what that really means is flexibility, right? Because things keep, as we always say, and we will say no doubt later in the podcast, things change. Things are going to keep changing. And our perceptions can change if we let them. Right. If we're not sure we're right. 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 If we don't react to our perception, the other person may be behaving in a way that we don't understand. Yeah. Well, and that takes me to other, you know, like the idea that behaviors make sense. People don't do things for no reason. Right. They generally, it might not be a good reason. It might not seem like a good reason to you. It might seem like a great reason to them. Right. There's a lot of room for different perceptions. Right. Moment to moment before reacting. I mean, that's the thing. How do we check our perceptions? You hit the pause button. It's a perception. What's the reality? I don't know. Who do I want to ask? Right. Who do I want to check in with? Because if I'm in my own mind, having a conversation with you, it's a problem. Yeah. I used to have a friend who said, I always know I'm in trouble when I'm having conversations and there's no one else in the room. You know, because she was pre-planning what she was going to say. Right. Or, and, and, yeah. and hearing their response. Yeah, no doubt. Whole conversations. Whole conversations can happen. So part of how I check my perceptions as I check in with you and you sometimes dismiss me, which doesn't help. (laughs) Right. But we can say that I can say that. Right. This is life. We're going to continue to have different perceptions. I can check in with someone else until I I can keep checking until I find someone who agrees with my assumption. Yeah. You generally can find someone who agrees if you work hard. But that is no longer actually my comfort zone, which is sort of quite remarkable. Mm. I want not just the principal and the teacher and the, those perceptions. I want to talk to my kid. Right. I want to talk to people who see my child, not as just troubled child, but as the beloved child. Yeah. Which brings me back to the people don't do things for no reason. Like it may be a really stupid reason. In your perception. Right. That's the thing, right? But, it may be stupid in your perception. It may not. But it may have, be stupid. They're teenagers. Yes. <laughs> but having the conversation, at least you get to understand what's going on for them. Right. And in that way that we react to our parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. If somebody had asked me why I was behaving the way I was behaving as a teenager, I have no idea what I would have said. It was like. I don't really care to tell you that mom, dad, whatever. Like I may not have, I don't know that I knew even. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think in adolescence, because they are trying to find their new tribe, a lot of it is because they think it's the thing to do, you know, Hey, it's what everyone's doing. Well, and it's what I'm doing so that I can belong there. Right. 
So our job as parents is to make sure that we remember to let them know they belong here. Yep. In our home while they still live here, whatever age. Or set boundaries. Mm-hmm. No matter what those are. Those can be paying for rent, not paying for rent. Those can be kicking them out, not kicking them out. There's not a right or wrong way. So long as we are grounded outside of our perceptions. Right. The mind is a very busy place sometimes. <laughs> My mind is. I, I was going to say, some are more busy than others. <laughs> Mine is very busy. But I've, I've come to a much better place thanks to, thanks to our kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my perception of them is that they're doing great. And my actually believing that helps me be more trustworthy because then they call me right. when they're not. I will say this, my perceptions, if they call early or late, I'm like, <gasps> and then I remember that actually Harrison wakes up really early right. some days. I don't have to panic. <laughs> Yeah, it's when he calls. a good time to call because... Both He's up early, early, I'm up early. early. Yeah. He knows that I will answer. I mean, that's the other thing. I get this a lot from parents. Well, if they don't respond, there's something going on. Right. What if they're just busy? What if they just missed the call? What if I just missed a call? I hate being human. I hate that I missed a call the other day. Not from my kid, but from someone else. I can, you know, let it go. If somebody else reads my mind, that is also not my business. Right. Other people have other perceptions. I had a whole conversation with someone the other day where she was like, did you hear me do that? Did you see that happen? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this was in a meeting. And afterwards I said, she was unmuted for a nanosecond. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a big deal. She didn't interrupt anyone really. Right. It wasn't as dramatic. And she was like, you know, I texted them and I'm sorry and I haven't heard back. And her perception was that she had done damage, possibly to herself, possibly to them, possibly to her career, possibly, 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 possibly. In, you know, and so we talked and then she got off the ledge as Mm -hmm. we will do as humans, particularly as parents. And then later I said, you know, I, part of me wants to say, "Ooh, did he get back to you?" And I'm I, like, "I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get off the phone and get back to my own perceptions of reality, my own work." Um, and she wrote back with, a, you know, my very favorite emoji that I forbid myself from using after 2020, which is this, which is my hand on my forehead. I have just spent a fair amount of time, energy, and money, maybe, on things that were based on my perceptions. Right. Not reality. Because she's like, he didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> Our perceptions, let's let's be aware of them. I was going to say, but I know that moment when you realize you're not muted and you thought you were. But you're at least... But you don't know how long you've been unmuted. So, you know, that it was just a second. She probably thought it was the minute before. Well, it's like an earthquake, right? They... We live in earthquake country. They feel like they go on forever. Right. When you're in that moment yeah. of, of dramatic events. Yeah. What a dramatic event is. Sometimes it's reality. The house was like literally creaking and shaking. Not for 10 minutes. Right. Although it feels like an hour. 
It feels like an hour. Yeah. You're unmuted for 10 seconds, but you might have done irreparable harm. You might not have. Consider yeah. all the possible perceptions. Well, and consider the evidence, right? Right. Nobody said anything to her, which, you know, like, oh, you seem to be unmuted or, you know, like nobody reacted. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned this before that a Supreme Court justice went unmuted to the bathroom in 2020. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, things and things keep changing. We move on. I'm probably the only person who's mentioned that in 2023. That Supreme Court justice is like, really? Yeah. A reminder, our perceptions can bring us peace or put us in prison. So check the evidence. Be aware of your reactions to your perceptions. Right. Yeah. Because if you checked what actually is existing right around you, everything's in its place. Mm-hmm. Things aren't flying in the air. The car has all windshields intact. Right then check for another perception because we promise you they actually do exist. Touch base with other people. But your practice for the week is just to hit the pause button and consider what is existing right now. Right. Consider other perceptions may exist. Right. What is the evidence that is true and where is the perception, the filter? Right. And, and what other filters could there be? Is it just another way to say it? Right. And if you need to check to, to do this, if, if just doing it intuitively doesn't work, because that often is the case yeah. when you're starting a practice, it's good to set an alarm mm. or, you know, decide that at noon every day this week, seven days, this is a seven day practice because seven is a magic number in my head. <laughs> um, find a time to check your perceptions of the day. Mm. How about that? Yeah, that's your practice. That's nice. You like that. And always remember, change takes time and patience and, and practice, 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 practice. Set an alarm. Practice this week. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plan P. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and gained some valuable takeaways that you can practice this week. And remember, change takes time and practice. To stay connected with us and ensure you never miss an episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share our podcast with friends, family, or any other parents who could benefit from our discussions. You can also keep up with all things Plan P on Instagram and TikTok at Plan P is for. If you have any burning questions or specific topics which you'd like us to address on the show, please just email us at connect at planp.us. If you want to talk to one of us, go to our website at planp.us to learn about us and schedule your free coaching session online. All details and links will be in the show notes. We can't wait to reconnect with you on the next episode. See you next week.